0: Hey there, Hit Parade listeners. What you're about to hear is a preview of our latest episode. As we announced recently, Slate, like many media organizations, has been hit hard by the economic downturn caused by the COVID 19 pandemic. We need your help to continue producing this show and all the other work we do at Slate. So, we're asking you to sign up for Slate Plus, our membership program. It's just $35 for the first year, and it will go a long way toward supporting us at this crucial moment. Sign up at slate.com slash hitparadeplus, and you'll get to hear this and every episode of Hit Parade in full. That's slate.com slash Plus. Thanks, and now... Your episode preview. This podcast contains explicit language. Welcome to Hit Parade, a podcast of pop chart history from Slate Magazine about the hits from coast to coast. I'm Chris Melanfee, chart analyst, pop critic, and writer of Slate's Why Is This Song Number 1 series. On today's show, 40 years ago, at the 1980 Grammy Awards, the night's big winners, taking home four gramophones, were a band originally formed 10 years earlier in San Jose, California, that had transformed themselves into pop stars. Their name, Doobie Brothers, was taken from the slang word for marijuana. But by 1980, their music sounded more like a chilled rosé. That week in late February 1980, that the Doobies swept the Grammys, Billboard's Hot 100 was awash in similarly sleek, jazzy, ultra-smooth music from Doobies friend Kenny Loggins, Equally smooth band of session players, Toto. So long, well we to the debut of a new easy-listening singer-songwriter, Christopher Cross. All of this music by white performers on the charts owed something to the sound of contemporary black music. But even the R&B performers of the day, previously known for funk and disco hits, were also shifting into smoother, sultrier sounds suitable for a cocktail lounge. What you didn't hear in any of these early 1980 hits were lyrics about beaches or piña coladas or nautical references. It's important to note this lack of seafaring imagery when you consider the name that got attached to all of this music a full quarter century later. From 1976 to 1984, the radio airwaves were dominated by really smooth music, also known as Yacht Rock. These Yacht Rockers docked a remarkable theme. The name Yacht Rock is a 21st century concoction, coined by a foursome of LA-based actors and writers at the dawn of the YouTube era. Conceived for a deliberately cheap-looking online TV series Yacht Rock caught on like wildfire, finally giving a name to a mini-genre from the late 70s and early 80s that had generated a slew of West Coast-based studio-bred smashes. Yacht Rock just seemed to fit. The decade and a half since this name took off, it's become the retro pop genre that ate everything. It seems like all of 70s and 80s soft rock and jazzy R&B has been dubbed Yacht Rock, whether the term fits or doesn't. will try to provide some clarity around what yacht rock actually is, or was intended to be, because many artists who weren't from the scene recorded music that evoked yacht rock. or melded those smooth stylings with other genres, taking the sound to multiple radio formats. Turn your love around. Don't you turn me down. The yacht trend even spawned improbable hits that now live on in the global pop imagination. Today on Hit Parade, we will dissect the folk etymology of this retroactively invented genre. Yacht rock may be a slippery, overused term, but the music was dominant on the charts at the turn of the 80s, and sometimes the hits really did sound like they belonged on a boat. That's where your hit parade marches today, the week ending August 30th, 1980 when Sailing by Christopher Cross reached number one on Billboard's Hot 100, affirming that America had reached peak smooth. In that moment just after disco and just before MTV, Studio-bred performers like Christopher Cross, Toto, Michael McDonald, Steely Dan, and their army of sleek producers and sidemen were kings of the charts. So, pour yourself a cocktail and join us in the Cantina Lounge for a friendly debate. What was Yacht Rock? Thanks for listening to this episode preview. To listen to the full Hit Parade episode, please go to slate.com slash hitparadeplus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs)